Hi everyone and welcome to the Extra Credit English podcast. This is a podcast for English language learners. One of the most difficult things about learning a language is listening to native speakers speak. And in this podcast you will have a chance to listen to natural conversations. Today we're talking about winter. Some people like it, some people hate it. Um, today we're going to be talking about winter clothes, dark mornings, blue skies and being cosy. Okay, so likes and dislikes about winter. Um, let's start with the dislikes. Um, because if we, if we start with the dislikes, we can at least finish with a, a positive. Um, so, Sue, what do you dislike about winter? Well, winter is very cold. Mm -hmm. And because it's so cold, you really need to wrap up. Um, so I find that if you use layers of clothing, mm. uh, that allows you to be warmer than if you use these big jackets. Right, so big thick jackets. It's, it's, you think it's better just to have many layers of clothes? Yes. To kind of control your temperature a bit more, maybe? I don't know the science, but right. <laughs> I think it's because um, the more layers you have, the more you trap the, mm. the warm um, air. Yeah. So it's always better to layer up. You keep warmer than if you mm. just wear these big jackets. Right. Yeah. I think the, the other thing you don't like about the big jackets is just the thickness of them as well. They don't allow you much movement. Right. Um, so they, they might feel uncomfortable and mm. they, yeah, as I said, they don't really keep you that warm and then they are uncomfortable and, you know, don't allow you to move very much. Yeah. Um, but even with all the layers, um, having to to use all those layers, um, sometimes I feel still a little bit uncomfortable hmm. um, because, yeah, you wear different uh, layers of it, maybe a body warmer hmm. and then a fleece and then uh, another jacket. Yeah. And over that, um, I always like to wear a scarf. Yes. I like my neck and my chest to be quite warm. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you add that, uh, some hats and some gloves. Right. It's so much clothing you need to think about. It's quite a lot of work. And you being from Mexico as well, like that in, in Mexico City, that's not something you need to worry about. You don't need to worry about layers and layers and layers of clothing. I never had to, no, growing mm. up. Um, I think, you know... Um, Temperature will be stable throughout the year. Uh, what kind of temperature? Maybe 20 uh, degrees centigrade. 20? In, the, in, the, in the 20s? In the 20s, around the 20s. So, you know, a normal jumper or a jacket, but never um, a big coat, for example. Right. Uh, a hat or, or big scarves. Or gloves or... They were not necessary. Perhaps yeah. in the mornings. Um, uh, yes, no, that's something, there can be a big swing, a big change in, in temperature from nighttime to daytime. Yes. So early morning, if you get up early mornings, um, it can be quite chilly. Yes, it, it can be one degree mm. or so. 
<clears throat> but by midday, you know, you, you go up. Um, it'll be in the 20s. It, it, it'll be in the 20s. Um, but yes, just having all these layers. Mm. Um, yeah, and, you know, uh, getting the layers to 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 match your look. Right, okay. So it's a bit more difficult to get an outfit together. Yes, I guess that's why you just want everything to be grey or black. <laughs> oh, right, so it's easy to, to put together. Yes. See, I, I like that. I like that. I don't like the summer clothing, the shorts and t-shirts. I feel very uncomfortable. It's again, you know, I'm I'm from a colder country. Um so I'm not so good with summer clothing. Um you know, wearing sandals and shorts and t-shirts and things. Um I'm more used to wearing the kind of winter clothing. So, yeah, when it comes to autumn and winter, that's when I feel most comfortable. I, I love the first day that I can put a, a thick jumper on um, and or, or just wear jeans again. You know, in, in Japan through the, the summer, you can't wear jeans or certainly I can't wear jeans. It's too hot. Um, so, yeah, I think we're, we're coming at this from very different backgrounds um temp climate wise in terms of climate very different background i think so too um yeah and all this i i like the layering mm. uh but as i said you know even though it keeps you warm i feel um sometimes it's uncomfortable mm. especially when you're going in and out of places um because you know if you go um for lunch let's say mm. and you go into this restaurant yeah. And before you can sit down, you know, it's the jacket and the layer and the next layer and your scarf and right. the gloves. And, you know, places might be tight or it might be very full. And where do you put all of these right. pieces of clothing? Yeah, so you go into a small, a small restaurant or something and you have all these different layers you have to take off and then you have to put it somewhere so you can sit down. That's true. And then... Once you finish, mm. you know, again, all the layering and it's just, right. it takes so much time. And sometimes I feel very conscious that, you know, I'm bothering people trying right. to dress up yes. again. Um, so that's sometimes uncomfortable. I think that the thing about changes in, in temperature, um, obviously we live in Japan and sometimes the trains can get very hot you know they turn the heating on uh in winter uh in the trains they do and if you're dressed for the outside but you've got a long train journey uh that can be difficult as well because you you've got all your your layers on you've got your your hat your scarf your gloves your coat um but the heating for the train is is quite high Yes, and, you know, at least at the restaurant, you mm -hmm. can take things off. Yeah. But in a train, well, it's much more difficult, yeah. especially if it's very full. If it's a bit, yeah. I mean, if you're taking the the commuter train, you know, the, the morning or evening commuter train, there's no way you can take a jacket off. Like, you're, you're lucky if you can get onto the train. Um, don't With you... all those layers, so yeah. you're so 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 much bigger. Right, yes. right. 
Um, but then that makes me sometimes very sleepy. Yes, that's true. Because you're so warm and if you can be seated, oh, it's a little bit difficult to stay, <laughs> to stay awake. Um, but something that, you know, obviously being in a warm train is quite nice. Mm. But what I dislike about that is you're very, very warm for a period of time. Yeah. And then next thing you know, the door's open. This is your stop. You go mm. out into the cold again. Right. And these changes in temperature can be very bad for your health, I think. Right. Yes, I guess if you are in and out, you know, you're outside, you're inside, you're outside, you're inside. Say, for example, you have a Saturday afternoon and you're shopping, you're on the train, you're off the train, you're in a department store, you're out of a department store, you're on another train, in a restaurant, you're many, many changes in temperature. Um, yeah, I, again, I, I don't know the science, um, <laughs> but I'm sure that's not, it's not good for you. Um, mm. So yes, all these, these changes in temperature and all these, um, big pieces of clothing or layers of clothing, I think they might be uh, a little bit uncomfortable. Mm. And it's also because you do go to a lot of restaurants, uh, during winter season. Because it's the end of the year. Ah, okay. Right, okay. So the, the sort of end of year get-together party. Yeah, okay. Um, so you definitely have uh, much more things to do mm. uh, during these winter months. Uh, everyone wants to celebrate the end mm. of the year or maybe you want to celebrate Christmas. Um, so people want to see each other um, at the end of the year. So these winter days, uh, you do have a lot of commitments to go to. Right. Yeah, it's a busy period. It's very difficult to to try and arrange meeting people um, at that time of year because people's calendars get very full very quickly. Yes, everyone is very busy. Mm. You're very busy. Um, and of course, it's very nice to see people, but yeah. after the third, fourth, fifth uh, reunion, you start getting a little bit tired. Right. Um, and also, you eat a lot in these meetings. Well, in these reu reunions. These are parties, yeah. Yes. So I find winter months, uh, maybe this layering and then all the food do you ha that you have. Right. You're just very, very full and carrying all this clothing and you just feel much more uncomfortable. Um, mm. That's what I find um, with these end of the year parties. Mm. I think the one thing that I really don't like about the, the winter months is the dark mornings. Um, waking up, I, I tend to wake up quite early and I really don't like wakening up when it's dark outside. Yes, because during uh, winter months, the, the days are much shorter. Aren't days they? are shorter, um, but it's just more difficult to get up in the morning when it's dark outside. If, it, if you know that the sun is shining outside, it's a bright day, it's a beautiful day, um, it's very easy to get up early. But if you're awakening up and the sun has not risen yet, so you're getting up before sunrise. Uh, and I think in Japan, 
sunrise is about 6.30 or something in the winter months. Um, so if you're getting up earlier than that, then it's kind of dark. Maybe I should just stay in bed a bit longer, but... That's what I do. That's your strategy. My right. strategy is just to stay because if it's dark, it just feels that it's it's not your time yeah. to wake up. Yeah. You, you still want to, you know, uh, be in bed and keep that warmth that you have already been working on. I think that the other thing for me is that I grew up in the north of Scotland mm -hmm. and the winter months in Scotland, the days are really short, really, really short. So sunrise is not until about 9.30. 9.30, that's very late. It's very late, 9.30. And then sunset is around 3.30. So if you're a school child, you get up and you go to school before the sun has... Your classes have started before uh, the sun has risen. And say classes finish at 4 o'clock you know, the, the sun has set by the time you finish your, your class. So, yeah, we, as, as a kid in the north of Scotland, um, and this is true for anyone who lives in, in Norway or Sweden or Finland, these kind of countries as well, um, the winter months are tough. Uh, and the weather also, where I'm from in, in Scotland, is, is very tough. It's very, very windy um cold dark it's yeah the winter is, is quite tough it is tough i can't imagine just waking up uh well when it's dark it's difficult but also what i find very difficult uh is uh having showers in the morning because um it is dark but you know that the shower is going to be cold it's going to take time for that to warm up so you don't uh, want to okay. be the first one to shower right. Okay, so yeah, you're going you're gonna to have to wait for the water to warm up. Yes. Right. And after the first person has showered, like the whole shower has warmed uh, up a little bit. I see. Um, so it's not so difficult. Right. But the first one to shower in the morning, yes, I find that very difficult in yeah. a cold morning. Yeah. Cold and dark morning. Hmm. One of the things that... I've been using and I find quite useful is these special alarm clocks. What do they do? The so it's an alarm clock that you say say for example you want to get up at 6:30. Mm -hmm. You set the alarm for 6:30 but what happens is at 6 a.m. the light on the alarm clock goes on but it goes on in a very low light a low level and it slowly gets brighter and brighter so it's like a lamp it's a lamp yeah it's it's like an alarm clock lamp and it gradually gets brighter and brighter until it's really quite bright but usually after about maybe even just five minutes i wake up so i don't wake up with a noise i don't wake up with an alarm i actually wake up with the light from my alarm clock. Um, I find that a really effective way uh, of, of getting up and dealing with the dark mornings that I talked about. That's a very good tip. I think every, everyone should try them. Um, they do work, they really do work.
Okay, so how about the things that you like about winter? What do you like about winter? I think there's many things to like about winter. Um, when, I mean, we talked about the, the darker and cold mornings, but once mm. uh, that's gone, once the sun comes out, I really love uh, winter days uh, when um, the sky is um, all blue. Because I, I feel like in winter, the, the sky, the blue of the sky is so much crisper and clearer. I don't know, it's a special blue. Yeah. And I really like those days in winter uh, because they're a little bit more dry. Um, and it's it might be a little bit cold, but the sun in winter is stronger sun. Right. Um, so if you go out, you know, it kind of balances out. So I really like these sunny days in winter. I think, I mean, we live in Tokyo and I think Tokyo is a little bit unique in terms of what the winter is like. Um, certainly winter for me in, in Scotland was not like that. We didn't get many blue sky days in winter. Um, winter, most days are cloudy and windy and rainy. Um, but even, I mean, I when I moved to Japan, I lived in Niigata on the Sea of Japan coast, uh, close to the mountains. And the winters there, very often it's cloudy, it snows. Uh, Niigata gets more snow than most places in Japan. Um, that area, it's part of the snow country area. Um, so when we, you know, moved to Tokyo, the big difference for me was the, the difference in winter. To have these blue sky Tokyo winter days uh, is just incredible. Um, but like you said, it's a the blue is, is much kind of richer. It is. It's a richer blue. And it, I think it's to do with the, the lack of moisture in the air. Definitely. And all this lack of moisture, it also kind of allows you to see the mountains around mm. you. And I think winter is the best time to see Fuji. Yeah, certainly from, from Tokyo. There's many places in Tokyo you can see Fuji from. Um, so even from the center of Tokyo on, on a clear winter's day, you can see, if you, if you go up one of the, the tall buildings, you can see uh, Fuji very clearly. And it will be, it will have snow on the top. Mm, be snow and covered. Yeah. Yes, those are the pictures that you always see. I, I always think those are taken during winter. Definitely, yeah. Um, because it's, 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 it looks so pretty. And the sky, as we said, uh, it, this is such a deep blue. Mm. And the mountain and, and the snow. Um, yes, it's definitely uh, a selling point yeah. of winter. The thing you said about the sun being stronger... Um, yeah, I think that's definitely true. In in the middle of the day, say maybe two o'clock in the afternoon, uh, if it's a sunny day, it's actually quite nice outside. Um, it can so be, yes. The, the temperature can be up to maybe 10, 12, 13 degrees um, and very comfortable to go for a walk um, and enjoy a bit of sunshine. Um, but again, you know, the, the mornings are quite cold, 
So we get a big swing in temperature from morning to, to mid-afternoon. Um, but I really like a, a nice afternoon walk in winter. Oh, that is lovely. But you know what is so much better than the walk? What? Just coming back uh, from a little bit of cold, uh, getting home and, you know, preparing yourself a hot drink. Mm. Right. What would you have? What kind of hot drink would you have? Um, I would have a tea. I would have some mm. tea. I mean, coming from uh, outside, mm. I think that's the drink I would um, go to. Something you can put your hands around. Something you can put your hands around. Um, I, yes, I, I like some, some tea um, because I just, I don't know, it just, you know your home. Right. Once you have that tea yeah. in your hands, you know your home. Right. Recently, what kind of tea have you been drinking? There's many different types of tea. What kind of tea do you like? Um, I, li I really like an Assam tea with some milk. Assam. And, okay. and a little bit of sugar. Mm. Uh, but if I don't want to, to have some milk, and sometimes I don't, um, I found um, a tea that's uh, really nice is cinnamon and apple. Cinnamon and apple, right? Yes, and just the smell of the cinnamon, mm. uh, it's just beautiful, especially during winter months. Mm. Um, and you have your, your hot cinnamon tea mm. um, with, you know, some notes of, of apple. Mm -hmm. And it's just so cozy and, as I said, to just feel at home. And then you can just have a little blanket right? and your, <laughs> your cup of tea. Right. Um, and yeah. And you don't put milk in that? There's no milk? No, I wouldn't no. put milk on right. that. Okay. What about hot chocolate? I love a hot chocolate. But I feel the hot chocolate is for night time. Oh, okay. Um, just a little bit of dessert uh, after okay. dinner. Mm. Uh, you have your hot chocolate and you can put some marshmallows on the top. Mm -hmm. And I love when they melt. Right. Uh, on top of your chocolate. Mm. Uh, that's something I would have at night time. Night time? Yes. Right. Mm, okay. I th yeah, I don't really have that association. I think it's, um, yeah, I think it's a nice kind of mid-afternoon when you really want to get cosy. Um, I think a hot chocolate is good. Um, what about foods? What kind of foods would you have in the winter? Oh, that's another thing I like about winter because in winter times we have you, you can have um, dishes that are a little bit thicker, like soups and and, and heavier, heavier, mm. like yeah, these thick soups and uh, uh, very deep flavors, mm -hmm. and I love that. I think during winter you just feel like you need to eat more. Maybe to keep your uh, your body warm. I don't know. It's like energy levels. It's you like, need it, right? It it is like that. So um, I do really like clam chowder, for example. Mm -hmm. It's quite thick and creamy, and I really like it with a little bit of bread. Mm -hmm. uh, but definitely go for some nabe. Nabe. What is nabe? Oh, it's just it's delicious. <laughs> so nabe is basically like a. Kind of like a hot pot, maybe? It is a hot Might pot. Might be a good uh, translation. Nabe, would, nabe is the Japanese word for pot. 
Nabe literally just means pot. Um, but nabe is meat, vegetables, or, or fish. You don't need to use uh, meat. Um, but uh, yeah, something you would have, you might have a little gas burner on the table and uh, that would just be cooking as you're eating, you and your the people you're eating with, the, the pot would just be bubbling in front of you in the middle of the table um, and you would just kind of eat from it as, as you go. Yes, and you get the warmth of the, of the food, of course, mm -hmm. but also because um, it's still cooking uh, mm. at your table. Uh, yeah, you get that warmth as right. well. So it's just, it's, it's, again, it's so cozy. It's a nice thing to share with people. It's nice to get a group of people together and have, um, have one of these kind of hot pot dishes. Oh, yes, they are delicious. Yeah. Um, but this, um, this idea of being around um, these hot pots mm -hmm. and, uh, or having your, your, your coffee or your tea or your hot chocolate, all of this is, you know, what links them together is the coziness. Right. So, when, yeah, I think winter is about being cozy. Uh, finding whatever it is you need to, to just to kind of get through the winter. Yes, um, it's like this big jumper that might be a little bit old, but it's soft and it makes you feel very cozy. Right. Uh, or you have, your, I have a favorite blanket mm -hmm. and I love, and I, you know, go throughout the, the house with my blanket. Right. Um, and yes, having your drink. And all of these kind of makes the atmosphere different. Right. You want to be home yeah. to be cozy. Right. Well, this idea of coziness, this is this is part of this uh, thing called huga. 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 H y g g e. Huga. And uh, this is a thing from Denmark. I think Denmark or Norway. Um, I'm sure people in. Denmark and Norway fight over which country came up with the idea, but um, I connect it with Denmark, and that's about coziness, being cozy, because winters in that part of the world can be quite difficult and um, very long. Yeah, yeah, long and dark and cold, and and so some of the things that I relate with. Huga would be things like the food that you mentioned, the kind of the stews, the imagine a stew just kind of bubbling slowly for, for a long period of time, a nice bit of meat or something. Um, it could be candles, um, maybe scented candles. Um, it could be the lighting, kind of warm lighting, just nice lamps. Um, that kind of create a warm, kind of soft uh, lamp, uh, colour rather. But yeah, it's all part of um, trying to make the indoors as comfortable as possible when the outdoors uh, is really quite cold and, and uncomfortable. Yes, that, that, I think that's part of the coziness. It's not just that inside is warm and smells lovely and the lightning, uh, but also that I think part of the coziness is the outside. Mm. 
And if uh, it's snowing outside mm. or if it looks really cold outside, I think that makes the inside much more cozier. Right. Okay, right. So the contrast. The contrast between indoor and outdoor. I if think that's, that's part of the recipe of huga. Right. I would say. Yeah. So the if if it's really windy or cold or if it's snowing today it was snowing quite heavily outside here um that's that kind of increases the the huga power i think so i right. think so right uh but that brings us to snow and i mm. think snow can be quite controversial yeah can i think like or dislike snow yeah some people like it some people dislike it um, for me, it depends what I'm doing. Uh, if I need to go somewhere, snow can be quite inconvenient. Um, but if I'm going to be snowboarding or skiing or, or something, then I want lots and lots of snow. I want lots of beautiful powder uh, to to play with on the mountain. But if it's just a normal day and I have to go somewhere and it's snowing heavily, that's quite an inconvenience. Yes, I think uh, living in a part of the world that has a lot of snow uh, might be tiring at some point. Yeah. Even though, you know, seeing um, that it's snowing outside might be lovely mm. and thinking of... Uh, you know, a white Christmas is, is kind of what you would want. Uh, There's something magical about it. It does make, it does make everything look very pretty. The snow kind of covers up all the kind of any sort of cracks in the pavements or any, you know, anything that kind of might look a little bit ugly. The snow will cover it and it will just look like a painting. That is true. Um, so that's something quite magical. But um, again, yeah, living in, in Niigata, I had a chance to experience real heavy, heavy snow. And that was, that was quite an incredible experience. It was a good experience. I don't think I would like to live there now. I, I must admit, if I had to compare the the heavy snow of, of Niigata and the, the dry, sunny winter of Tokyo, I think I would have to choose the one for Tokyo. But maybe that's just because I'm, I'm getting older um, <laughs> and I'm looking for the easy life. I don't want to be thinking about getting up in the morning and digging out my car and, and cleaning the snow from it. Um, I'm just looking for the, the easy life. That's all for today's episode. Thank you very much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed it. We will be recording more podcasts in the future, so please look out for the next episode.